You're listening to the one of us.net podcast network. One of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads, but on a case by case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at one of us net at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Hey, it's Infestation, Fantastic Fest 2022. I'm here with my man, Wright Sulek. Hey, Chris, how's it going, buddy? It's going all right. I'm a little tired, That's but great. we've established that extensively in our reviews. I think uh, after day one, we're like, I don't want to do this anymore. No, no, I was not like that. I, I was just like, oh, oh I was. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you immediately feel, feel your age uh, yeah. of this festival, day two. And I'm a lot older than you, so you can only imagine. By like 120 years, I know. Yeah, we actually, took the day off to like recover and do a lot of posting on the site of stuff like editing together reviews were already done so okay feeling a little bit more refreshed now which is good right a little bit a little bit yeah i mean we're like partially healed yeah you know we took one one health potion (laughs) but our meter could take three our mana is a uh, has been used today oh yeah no there's no mana mana left is it mana or mana 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 i always call it mana hmm I don't think it matters. And it's certainly not relevant to this movie we're talking about, (laughs) which is Bones and All, a movie that somehow when I was going through the list, just, I don't know how I I just missed it. It, Wright was the one who was like, shouldn't we be watching Bones and All? I'm like, I don't know. What is it? And he's like, it's a cannibal road trip movie with uh, Timothy Chalamet. I was like, how did I miss that? So I go back and look. I was like, wait a minute. This is a Luca Guadagino film. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. We're definitely pivoting and we're going to cover You wanted this to see thing. this other bullshit movie. Title uh, erased. <laughs> but I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely watching this. And boy, am I super glad that so you spoke up. you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, yeah, you dearly. Yeah. Um, I love Guadagino's films. I'm a huge yeah. fan of his work. Um, I mean, like. He did Suspiria. I know there were people who were not kind to it. I, I loved don't it. think it's as good as the original, but that's my favorite horror film of all time. Right. Uh, it's really damn good. Yeah. You know, anyway, and it's a weird pivot for this guy who never really was messing in the world of horror to suddenly take this strong left turn into now I'm messing with horror because Bones and All is decidedly uh, it's set in the world of horror, except I finally figured it out. Oh, okay. It's, it's Badlands. Yes. But... If the characters and the crimes they're committing are more sympathetic because they literally have no choice but to commit these crimes. Sure. Yeah. 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 Like they're okay, biologically driven to commit these crimes. Right. Because in this movie, uh, Taylor Russell, who first really hit the scene in, as one of the daughters in Lost in Space television show adaptation. Oh, really? That's where she's from? Yeah. Oh, uh, no and shit. she was in a really good movie called Waves that came out in, I want to say, 2019. Okay. And then more recently, she was in Escape Room, which I know doesn't mean much to most people, but I love the shit out of Escape Room. I thought that was oh, really? great. <laughs> I loved it. I was like, this is totally my That's my with like butt. Deborah Wool or something like that in, in the movie? I don't Did she's the redhead from True Blood? 
Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. Right, he anyway, it doesn't matter. We're talking about this movie, right? Yeah, yeah I guess so. So uh, when we meet her, she just seems like a shy young girl, right? She's in school. She's living with her dad in a trailer. They're obviously very poor. But, you know, she's not being, like, put upon by people in school. In fact, it's clear very right off the bat. There's, like, a girl who's a popular girl who it's like, hey, come on, really wants out. to be her friend. She's yeah. like, oh, my dad won't let me. She's like, well, just sneak out and come and hang out. So this is... Pretty normal stuff at first, albeit yeah. gorgeously shot because it's Luca Guadagino who doesn't yep. who that wouldn't know how to shoot something badly. I don't think. Nope. <laughs> and they're having, even mundane stuff, and, just like cl- empty classrooms. Like, wow, I could look at this all day. And it's like a sweet sleepover. The girls bonding, and then all of the some sudden, our lead character does something so horrific and graphic that you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh shit!" I had forgotten that this was movie is uh you know on tells you it's about cannibalism. Yeah, uh, I, I think that's okay. Uh, when I remember when this was coming out, or like this was being talked about, and I was like, "What the fuck? Are you serious?" Uh, that this was a. Uh, going to be a cannibal movie. It's like, that sounds ridiculous, but he makes great movies. I'll definitely watch it. And I forget, just like with Suspiria, when the violence does happen in Suspiria, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. And uh, and in this, it does not hold any punches because he shoots even like, the, the there is gore, uh, the yeah. gore and the violence, just as beautiful as everything else he shoots. That's true. That's and true. it's right in front of your fucking face. Well, she uh, has an issue and it's a thing that they set up that's, not diff- that different from being a vampire or something, except you're not, you're a cannibal and you have no choice. You are born biologically to be a cannibal. And if you don't start eating, you'll go crazy. You know, you will, you'll not be able to survive as right. a normal person unless you eat human flesh every once in a while. And the dad knows this about her. Apparently the mom who's long gone, presumably dead, it was the same way. Uh, and the dad one day just is like, I can't do this anymore. You're 18 now. Peace. Here's an envelope full of money. Here's a cassette tape with me just sort of like telling you everything you may not know about your life and things that happen and sort of the story of all the times this has happened. Yeah, it's it's a really great device uh, where it's the the father's tape is kind of narrating over the film every yeah. now and then. She listens to it in pieces. Yeah. So it like as it goes along, she's listening to more of it as it goes. And, you know, she's like, all right, I'm going to try as hard as I can to find out what happened to my mother. Maybe there's more family there. Yeah. So she's on a road trip of discovery to try and figure this out. And along the way, initially, she meets Mark Rylance, who is playing this really wacky dude who is... What was it we described him as? Oh, yeah. He's like Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade if he was a cannibal. (laughs) He honestly... His character feels something like straight out of a Stephen King book Mm -hmm. uh, where like he's he's one of those great villains because he is a, a... uh, at least an antagonist least an antagonist yeah um where he is this like v- at first like a uh, little ridiculous looking but and even the way that like mike uh mark rylance uh talks he has this like kind of lily voice he's like ah how's it going <laughs> i was like i can hear i can smell you a mile away <laughs> and uh, like it's like oh that's unsettling and it is and she was right and she should have listened to her gut yeah, uh, well that's the thing is like they set up the one ability these guys have. Like, they can't do cool vampire shit or anything. Yeah. No, their ability is they can smell other eaters, as it were. Because right. apparently there's a bunch of them out there, right? And other people have to do this. They can smell each other. And the older you get, the farther away. Because he's, like, a long way away. And he tracks her down. And yeah. And is like, hey, girl, come to my house. And ah, I got some... 
scrumptious thing. I mean, she learned some stuff about her condition and what to do about it. But then yeah. she's like, I'm, this old dude is fucking creeping me out. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. And she hits the road again. And very shortly, she meets up with another one played by Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Uh, who is right off the bat, because he's Timothy Chalamet, entirely engaging. And you're like, oh, it's going to be this kind of movie, except filled with people eating other people. Uh, <laughs> which is like, it's a kind of romantic on the road love story. Only the two leads occasionally kill and eat people, but mainly bad people. They aim for just bad people. You know, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, they try to they go try, yeah. but they kind of fuck up every now and then. Yeah. Um, uh, and there's like a variety of other big name actors who appear in this. Like at one point they meet some other eaters played like really fucking creepily by Mark, uh, Michael Stuhlbarg and David Gordon Green, which the David Gordon Green thing. I was like, wait, is that? Fucking David Gordon Green. You're like, holy shit. What's-? And he is creepy as fuck. So is Michael Stuhlberg. Uh, he, man, both of those characters, that scene, like it is, the tension is so fucking high mm-hmm. and it's beautifully done. And I mean, every scene, like anytime they come across someone new, it's just like, uh, this is that, like, basically it feels like they're so dangerous and they're also in peril most of the time that anytime they come across with anyone, it's just like, fuck it out of there. Like, like both parties get the fuck out of there. But ultimately it is a road trip love story between these two characters yeah. as they get closer and closer to each other. And as they're, he's helping her choosing to help her to find out what happened to her mother and see if she has any other family. I thought was amused as well. I didn't realize this when I was watching it, didn't catch this, but we finally meet a relative of the mom and it's Jessica Harper who played the original lead character in the first Suspiria movie. I know, yeah. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was sitting next to Bo, and I was like, holy fuck. Uh, and he was like, yep. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but like, what, uh, this is a little side note. This, this has nothing to do with the movie. Uh, or it does, but uh, I really find it funny, you know, like, uh, Timothy Chalamet is such a, like, a heartthrob with like everyone out there. He's like, oh my God, he's so gorgeous. And I almost want this movie to be super successful so they just <laughs> then people start to have really fucked up fantasies like i'll have him eat me <laughs> yeah i could already see that uh that meme that starting to pop up oh in totally places and then i and this is very this is this is actually not uh uh, uh this is bad taste but like army hammer sitting in the background like what the fuck oh, i was perfect for this role <laughs> <laughs> they, they did comment or they did ask the the director like uh, did you like do this because you know Army Hammer? Because he worked with Army Hammer on a yeah, and so Timothy uh, Chalamet yeah, did. Call call me by by your name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, and he was like, no, I just I read the novel and I liked it a lot. It's like okay, uh, <laughs> just weird coincidence. This right? is super. I mean, it could be like you know unconscious thing. Didn't even realize that this was why he was attracted to the novel because sure. this was something that was on his mind. Yeah, like Army Hammer mentioned one time to him that you know eating people sounds kind of cool. <laughs> You should read this book. Yeah, if Army Hammer gave him the book, like, okay. I'm just saying, maybe someone should be keeping an eye on Army Hammer while this is going <laughs> on. <laughs> That's maybe not such what, bad taste. Maybe you shouldn't watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He'll he'll get the wrong ideas. Like, yeah. see, they're in love. It's cute. They're it's into cu- cannibals. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, but That's what Army Hammer sounds like. It does. Uh, gorgeously shot. It, it's very, I mean, it's... 
It's a meaty uh, two hours. And uh, yeah. I mean, it's a slow burn, but it never feels slow because, no. like I said, every shot is gorgeous. The actors are terrific. In God it. damn. They keep bringing up interesting new actors that keep appearing. The story evolves in a in a interesting and a way that you're gen- genuinely concerned for these characters, even though they are murderers. Yeah, murderers, cannibals. Yeah. They're just like, they're also just really normal kids at the same time. Yeah, they're like, they're children. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe Timothy Chalamet in it is like, I guess it's supposed to be like 18 or something like that. I don't know. 19. I don't think they ever say. Yeah, they she's say. 18. He's yeah. like at best in his late 20s. At best. Right, right. You know? Um, yeah. He's skinny as a rail on this fucking thing, too. He's always been skinny. Yeah. I'm yeah. always a little mystified by the attraction because I'm like, dude, the guy's like got Chris, you know, have you seen his hair? There. Yeah, his hair is great. His hair. His hair is the attraction. And they fuck up his hair in this movie, too. Uh, <laughs> they put like that like weird pink like hue in it or something like that. And it's like... Oh man, I mean, everyone's still gonna like fall in love with him and everything. But, but the thing is, this is also really thought provoking. It's super interesting and has an ending that's intentionally kind of abstract that leads it to you, the audience, to some degree to try and yes. decide what happened. Right. And I'm glad, you know, yeah, you can because it's a one way it could have gone is very distressing, <laughs> and I suspect that's the main intention that it is the way it went. Right. Right. But, like it's yet handled romantically anyway. I, I don't know. This is a unique movie. I've never seen anything like it, and I no. kind of fell in love with it. I did too. I leave it to to this guy, the, this director, to to make something that's so horrific of a of a story, yeah, and make it romantic, beautiful, and just genuinely sweet and and oddly sweet. Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> How the fuck did he do that? I can't figure it out. I, I've been thinking about it ever since we saw it, right? And I'm just like, I, the, you know, this is the type of movie that makes you decide not to be a director. Yeah. Because you're like, I could just never do this. I, there's no way I could have pulled that off. If they were like, here, adapt this, I've been like, no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, he handles everything with such grace that someone else with like less skills uh, would have made it exploitative. Yeah. And, and it just never feels that way. No, yeah. never. Yeah, although I am feeling a little peckish. Mm, real baby back ribs. Didn't you say you have some lady fingers in the fridge? Okay, well...